has all the knowledge you want. Malik books has all the knowledge you need. Malik books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik books. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Malik's Bookshelf, bringing the world together with books, culture, and community. Hi, my name is Malik, your host of Malik's Bookshelf. Well, I'm hitting another milestone. This is the 70th episode. I started this journey in the middle of the pandemic, and now I'm on my 70th episode. I appreciate all the people who continually tune in every week to hear my insights on books, culture, and community. This particular episode 70 is huge. It's a milestone. I had a conversation with my son, and I thought I'd feature that conversation and things in my advice that I was telling him. So the name of this episode is called Decisions Have Consequences. That's right. Decisions have consequences. That's kind of how I was talking to him. He's a young guy in his early 20s. And, you know, decisions that he's making, re- consequences. You know, every decision you make is a benefit or is a crime. So when you make a decision, you got to see, you know, what are you trying to gain from that decision? Because some of them moves that we make sometimes... <laughs> They have more adverse consequences than they have benefits. So that's kind of how I was talking to them. Like, we all got to make better decisions because that's all life is, the sum total of all the decisions that you make. I also am going to feature on this episode a segment that I did talking to my kids because I'm a track coach, and I was teaching them about certain things that not only you demonstrate out on the field, but it carries into your personality. And it's called the killer instinct. So I'm talking to them about having the killer instinct and it's raw and it's fresh and I haven't just recorded. But I'm talking to them about, hey, you know, everything that you do in life, you got to have. Is there always a moment where you got to kill it? So the Kevin, the killer instinct, I'm featuring that on this episode. I also did an interview with a young lady by the name April Russell who wrote a book called Blay Home. Say, I got it right this time. Blay Home. She wrote a book about Blay home, the warrior goddess. Okay, so I got that interview on here. A very refreshing and new and upcoming self-published book that just came out. So we featured her on this particular episode. I um, also went to a school called Middle College High School. And I talked to the kids about why you love to read. Listen, this event was sponsored by BSU and and. Middle College High School, and what happened was we gave away 350 books to the high school students. So that was just a wonderful event where we gave away all these books sponsored by BSU and Middle College High School. And I went around to talk to the kids. You know, this podcast is about community. I went around to talk to the kids about why they love to read because it seemed to me that these students at this school had an appetite for reading. They was picking all kind of books. So this was a huge event very positive and they also had that day in an assembly where all the schools that the college that students were going to they were you know had an assembly where they was announcing all the schools that they're going to have parents as students and it was just like the energy was high it was electric and they had all the high schoolers in there they were all cheering each other on it was just a wonderful thing and i happened to be present and to give away what i call the golden ticket which is I gave away to the Violet Ventura and the Salutator at the assembly, and um, and I featured that particular segment on this episode too. The Golden Ticket. So hey, th- hey, stay tuned and enjoy this episode number seventy. Decisions have consequences. 
Lejo. It's a hey. Lejo. Lejo. That's how it's how you feel. That's how you say it. Warrior goddess. I think I'm feeling like just accomplished. I'm feeling satisfied. I'm feeling like kind of in shock. But I, you know, this makes me, I'm feeling flattered. So online, I've been getting a lot of people that love the cover and that like the story. And so just the idea that people are going to go away and read it and have a takeaway, that just makes me, that's probably one of the most rewarding feelings out of all. I was like, oh, okay, people will read this and take something away from it. So I think, um, I feel it's rewarding. Yeah, it's rewarding. Well, I think that's an excellent segue to ask you about (laughs) the title of your book. So how you come up with that title? Um, tell I us behind with, it. I will tell you that the title is Play Home. Very easy title to uh, remember. So I came up with it with a character that I did originally in um, on the corner of Hollywood and Highland, the famous Hollywood Walk of Fame. I was a character of Black Hollywood, Maryland. And um, I was doing a lot of character development, trying to figure out who this character was because I wanted to write a story about this world. And as I started writing the story, I realized that I needed to figure out the backstory of who she was in her homeland. And I knew I could only do that through book form. And um, I was scared to write a book because I come from TV and film, so writing a novel was not in my forte. Uh, My aunt is a children's author and she kept telling me I could do it, I could do it, but I was nervous, didn't want to do it, just had no COVID hit. And I was really considering leaving like the whole business all together. And I enrolled in law school, and I was studying entertainment law, and I went through my first year of law school and read more books, wrote more essays than I probably ever have in my life. And I had an aha moment. And the aha moment was if I could write that type of, have that type of discipline to write those essays, to read those books on subject matters that at the time wasn't as important to me as being a storyteller, I could take that same discipline and transfer it and write the book that had been lingering in my soul. And so I dropped out of law school (laughs) and took the same uh, discipline that I learned and I started writing the novel. And so it took me about two years, but I finished it because it was something that needed to be done. All right. So what is the backstory of the home? What um, is the backstory? Home comes from a planet on planet Sirius. Planet Sirius. And there are two different species. The Zaid species, which is, uh, they believe heavily in God and they have divine powers. And then there are the Delians that believe heavily in technology and they do not have divine powers. And for years, these two species have been at feuding with each other. Recently, there has been a war declared against uh, the women of the Zaids. And um, play home, and her sister as royals are on complete lockdown. And their dream has happened, and now they will have to become warriors, and they're training to become warriors. And so, throughout the book, we see um, play home and her sister kind of shifting from these goddesses to these fierce warriors, and we see her brother trying to protect them so that they don't become warriors. And like anything, there's family secrets. There's some, uh, you know, couple scandals that happen along the way. Um, because we really wanted to paint the picture of uh, them being uh, life, right? Life happens amongst the good. So we see passion, we see hero's journey, but we also see like the weakness. And so um, that was important for me to show that in both the male and the women on the planet. And and you have something unique in your book because you have these QR codes. Mm -hmm. And tell us all about that and why you implemented that in the book. 
So I, I, I like to do creative things. Yeah. And so, you know, after I do one creative thing, I want like three more to do. Then after I do three more, I want like 14 more to do. So I wasn't doing enough. And I really wanted to give, really, I really wanted to give the reader a lot. Like I really wanted to pack. If you go to the website, you'll see I spent a lot of time creating characters and putting just, I wanted it just to be juicy. And so what I did in the book was I embedded some QR codes in secret places in the book. And if you, when you read throughout the book, so there's five in book one, you'll scan the QR codes and it'll ask you to log in and to go to the fan club. And so under the book, there's two fan clubs. There's the Blayhome Blade Club and then there's the Blayhome Book Club. If you're part of the Blayhome Blade Club, you will not be able to see this. The only way you'll be able to get this is one, if you have the code, which is getting the book. And then if you join the Blayhome Book Club, and in there, there's some artistic work of the different scenes. So at the end of the book, it's going to articulate, it's going to show you some of the different scenes that are in the book. So wow. that's what that is. You made it very interactive and artistic. That's beautiful. Very interactive. Thank that's you. That's different. Thank you. I got a million books up in here, but I ain't got one with a bunch of QR codes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like to create your thinking outside the box. Thank you. Get the match. I love that. What, what's the takeaway from this? What you want? You know, if a person reads your book, what do you want them to come away with? Uh, the biggest thing was important for me was I wanted to pay homage to both the male species and the female species on the planet. Um, right now, I think we're in a society that male and females are, um, there, there's something that's happening that we're at odds. And I think understand the value of both. And so in the book, you'll see I pay a lot of homage to the men and the warriors and what they contributed to the females and vice versa. There's some strong women in here and they contribute a lot to the males as well. And so for me, taking away from that, through the weakness, through the mistakes, <laughs> through the betrayal, right, okay. there's still um, that sense of unity uh, in both the different species of Saez and Deliants. Yeah. Well, I think you gave a beautiful description of Blahom. 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 Why my brain is like twisted with <laughs> so easy like that's okay. It's just that you just it says you have to, you gotta say the A. Play home. I got it. His wife's name is April. Oh, okay. So he has right. a long A. A April. Lay. Lay home. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, April. No. April Russell. New book. Lay home. Lay home. <laughs> on each other. I love your energy. And y'all need to give it up for each and every one of y'all because y'all doing amazing things. This is a big achievement. Graduating from high school is a milestone. Y'all going to college and I love it. But I got some awards. I got the golden ticket from Elite Books. The golden ticket. We want to give it out to two people here. Now, with this golden ticket, you can uh, pick a book, any book. Don't, I don't care what price it is. At the Bookmobile, you can visit Elite Books at the Westfield Cove City Mall. It's our big store, so you can come through there and pick a book out of there, or you can pick it right out here today. Don't matter the price, you got it? This golden ticket right here for the Valley Victoria of the Middle College High School. So come on up and get your golden ticket. Let's go. <laughs> get your golden ticket. Yes, you earned it. We appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, give it up for the Valedictorian. Right? You know, that's a milestone, that's a big achievement, and you need to be appreciative, you know, because that's, that right there, he's doing big things, all right? He put in the work, he put in the work. So, hey, I got the next golden ticket, and that's going to the Salutatarian. So, come on up.
go, there we go. So hey, again, you, you can get, go right out here and get a book, any book, don't matter the price, or come to the store. Congratulations to the Bible and the Salutatarian, right? Now, okay. I got to say this because I hope everybody enjoyed the book mobile, putting on the book fair, and you picked a wonderful book. But I'll tell you this, it's that you got to give a thanks and a warm explosion of celebration for the person who sponsored, the organization, the BSU, who sponsored the book fair in middle, college, high school, and helped organize and put this. So give it up because they spent a lot of money because they believe in you. You're 100% of the future. Without you, we have no future. So we count on y'all to take the torch and carry it to the next generation. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Why you enjoy reading? It tells stories about different things, mm-hmm. fictional and non-fictional. Why you like read? Because um, they tell stories, they tell different perspectives. They can be informational, fictional, but then they they all provide enjoyment, and you can sometimes relate to them. Absolutely. Why you enjoy reading? Um, I really like enjoy reading like fantasy type books because I'm not the biggest reader, but stuff like comic books and stuff that's really eye catching, like. Like, fighting stuff is really interesting to me, and it grabs my attention, and it helps me learn about different things, historically, even if it's a historical nonfiction. Absolutely. Wonderful. And what about you? Why you enjoy reading? Because it escapes you from reality when times are hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just fun to read. Yeah. I see you picked up Rise of oh, the School. For Good, good and Evil. Yep. Fantasy. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Thank you. All right, all right. So, tell me, you you picked up Nick Stone Jackpot. Why you like reading? I like reading because I've always read, even when I was, like, a little kid. And books are just really interesting to me. Also, I read one of her books before I read this one. It's called Dear Martin. And it was really interesting to me. So, I think I'll like this book, too. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Moving on to the next young lady here. So, why did you like you reading? You, you know me. Uh, I'm back with another love book. I love romance. Especially when it's about black people. Um, okay. And I've always been interested in reading. I've been a high level reader since like first grade. All right. I've read all the Harry Potters. I just, I like reading. It okay. it, it makes my brain feel big. Uh, I think my <laughs> daughter read all the Harry Potters. So y'all got something in common. That's what's up. Yeah. Like reading books on imagination. You came back because you had one earlier. That's what I said. I'm back with us. Yeah, so I guess you found another voucher. <laughs> That's what's up. Cause I know, hey, you get 350 kids, students that are not kids. These are high schoolers. Not everybody like love reading, you know. So that's the reason why we out here. Come over here, black man. I, I, I need I need to know why you enjoy reading. I mean, it's fun if it's it's time passing. Um, I don't know. It's just. It definitely helps me test my reading level, too. I mean, if I'm able to understand the word and stuff like that, I mean, yeah. Yes, yes. And you picked up this one. What's this one called? Uh, Future Legend of Skate and Sword. Okay. Okay. It's interesting. It's a lot of action, it seems like, so I'm really excited, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. We appreciate you. Enjoy them books now. Enjoy this book. We at, we out in the community. We at Middle College High School putting on a book fair. 
You know, part of my podcast is all about community. Malik Bookshelf, bringing the world together with books, culture, and community. This is about community. Uh, BSU helped sponsor this endeavor. They sponsored 354 students. Each one um, here gets to pick out a book of their choice. So that's amazing, incredible. I'm moving on to you. So tell me about why you like reading. Um, I like reading because it puts me in another universe. Um, kind of gets me away from reality for a little bit. And even if it is non-fictional, it just gets me out of my head. Okay. That's why I like reading. So what you pick up right here today? Um, it's a book by the creator of Kobe Bryant. And mm-hmm. it's about two athletes that got to choose between become, being an athlete or being a leader. So Wonderful, wonderful. Enjoy that. Enjoy it. Happy reading. <laughs> Happy reading. Happy reading. So moving on over here, why you enjoy reading? I love reading because it helps me escape. Um, you escape. Yeah. And what book did you pick up? Well, you're going to pick up. Um, Ma- Me, Ma, I think. Uh-huh. Um, it's a poem book. I really love poetry. Okay. I have a passion for it. Well, this book happened to be a national uh, finalist, national book award finalist. It got awards already. So, hey, that sounds like a great read. Yes, Enjoy. Does. Thank you so much. Enjoy. What? Yeah, you still looking? You found a book yet? Somewhat oh, Okay So why are you interested In this book I don't know It just kind of Sparked my interest Like mm-hmm. You enjoy reading Yeah a lot okay, Why Um, It just gives me like My own space it Gives me my own moment okay. Gives me like a Escape from All the real world You know Absolutely Open up a whole New world of imagination Expansion Boom We're at middle College High school they sponsor the book fair for every student here gets to receive a book. It's 354 students. We put out the bookmobile. We got books all over the place. So I'm walking around just interviewing some of the students and asking them, you know, why they why they enjoy reading. And some of them are asking about what book did they pick and to talk about it, you know. So it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And the background is my theme song. Um Malik Books music video soon to to come out, so stay tuned. Uh, we already completed it, so we got we putting together a launch party for the music video. So stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. Let me see if I can get one more before I end this. Yo, William, how you doing, my brother? What book did you pick up earlier today? Uh, Blackula. Blackula, okay. So uh, tell me, why that book? Why that book? Sounds interesting. Okay. The Blackula Return of the King by uh, Rodney Barnes. You know, he's uh, accomplished a lot over his years. I've interviewed him on my podcast. He's uh, has a lot of graphic novels. And he's put together the movie Blackula that came out. Plus a whole lot of other TV movies, a TV series that has come out. So a well accomplished brother And so um, Enjoy the book Appreciate you And why do you enjoy reading when, Did I ask you that? Uh, yeah I did Oh no you didn't I did. Okay. So, uh, Why do you enjoy reading Wayne? Uh, I enjoy reading because You can picture the story in your brain Without actually seeing it Even though this one is, It has pictures You can still like Picture what's going on Yeah And like imagine it Yeah Yeah well said, my brother. Thank you. Enjoy the reading. Enjoy the reading. Well, hey, that's community. That's what we out here doing. Doing community. Paying it forward. 
we book activists. We're out here talking to the students. We're out here putting on a book fair and sponsored by the Black Student Union, right? BSU. Um, that's what that means, the BSU, right? Uh, at here at Middle College High School. So some of them moving on. I got a chance to talk to a few of them earlier today. So um, I hope you enjoy this segment for community. You got no killer instinct. Listen, listen. When you got somebody, this is the difference between you and your brother. One is laid out on the ground and you still standing up because you don't give 100%. You led that race the whole way and then you let him pass you right at the end. Why? Why? Because you got no killer instinct. You're not going to go far in this world if you don't apply yourself with every ounce of ability and talent. You cannot take advantage of a situation and then fall apart at the end. What that does is that you got to condition yourself to kill it at the end. You, what was that? I just don't sit down right after. What, they don't have nothing to do with that. You, if you're not laid out, you don't give your best. People, when I used to run, I, I was laid out on the track because I wanted to be great. I wanted to give my best. You're not doing that. You, 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 you led the race the whole way and at the end you lose. You know why? Because you didn't take advantage of the last hundred. You have to take advantage of the last hundred. You're not standing because uh, you're, not, you're not tired as you should. You should be laid out. You should last should be burning. You should be lightheaded. You should that's the way you gotta push yourself. This is there's some things in life you gotta self ref, you gotta what I call self-inflict pain. You're not putting the pain to get the gain. You're not putting the pain to get the gain. I'm telling you that you're only hurting yourself in the end. And that's how life is. You must apply your ability. What I saw right there was that no killer instinct in the end. You don't pass a person, lead them the whole way, and then let them come back and get you at the end. This is what you do in the track meets. Because you don't care. And when you don't care, you don't get better. You gotta care. You gotta care, you gotta have some pride. You gotta have, you gotta feel something. You gotta feel some disappointment. You got to feel some kind of pride. You got to stop feeling about how other parents feel about how you feel. Because what I'm seeing here is that you giving up and are not applying the killer instinct that's required to win in this world. You got to apply the killer instinct. You got to finish and you got to finish with everything. You got to stop that. You've been doing it for too long. And I don't know what it's going to take for you to, to extract it out of you because you keep letting people beat you and you don't have to. You, you lead them the whole way and then you give it up right at the end because you're going through the motions and not killing them at the end. I told you there's nothing. You got to take off fast and you got to end fast in this sport. But that's like life. You got to take off. And you got to finish. If you start a test, you got to start good, right? And you got to finish the test right. 
right? Okay then, this ain't no different. You gotta start off fast and you gotta finish with everything you got. And if you're if the best, if you give your best at the end and it still means you lose, then you know you gave your best, but that ain't your best. That ain't the killer instinct. It's because you make no transition in your arms in order to close it out. So that tells me you're just going through the motions. You just haphazard. It's like, I don't care. You got to get out of that mindset. It's Because it's carrying over in everything that you're doing. Classroom, tests, personality, out here on the track. It's not a good thing. You can correct it now, you're young. You're going to come to me when you get older and you're going to say my dad was right. I'm telling you, everybody that I didn't coach and all of these years, them girls got old. I've been coaching girls since they were five. They become adults and go to college. You know what they come to me and say? My coach Malik was right. Because I'm telling you right now, this is what's going to happen in life. You're going to find out the hard way. I'm telling you. Let's go. Man, I got a lot of thoughts. I'm just trying to figure out what direction I want to go in. But one thing that stuck in my mind was talking to my son, Tyreek Muhammad, today out here in a park right behind my mom's backyard. And you know what we talked about? We talked about benefits and consequences from our decisions. Benefits and consequences from our decisions that we make. Because every decision has a benefit and a consequence. And I'll give you an example. Let's eat an apple. It's wholesome, it's full of nutrients, it's delicious, it's sweet. It is one of the most favorite fruits on the planet. But you can eat that apple and you gain a tremendous amount of benefits, a tremendous amount of nutrients. And there's also some consequences that you might not be aware. Because the body only wants nutrients when we eat food. It does not want other properties just in foods. So there's a part of the apple that the body just don't want. And so the body eliminates it because it, it, it's toxic. And if it stays in the body, there are consequences, see? So there's a benefit and a consequence. But the benefits of eating the apple, farly, by far, Gives you the most benefit versus the consequence. So therefore, that's a good decision to eat that food, see? And that's how life is. Every time you encounter a situation, you got to look at your benefits from it and from your consequences. I talked to him about, look, it's a lot of people emotionally get involved. They're in a committed relationship with someone, but they, or they, they get involved in a, a side piece an affair because of emotional reasons, financial reasons maybe, uh, whatever the reason might be, there's a benefit and there's a consequence from this decision. And this is how life is, see, because a lot of people uh, that, that are married or in good relationships, that have families, make that decision to get involved with a jump off and a side piece and an affair with another woman or another man or whatever the case is. What happens is, it might feel good at that time. That experience might have a, an explosion of memories, an explosion of emotions, an explosion 
of just a good time. And it's all good and wild, but it's short-lived and it's temporary. Because a lot of people have gained those small short-term benefits. In the end, many of them, relationships and marriages have broken up. Or they went home with a disease and gave it to their, their spouse or girlfriend or what have you. The kids broke up. The family broke up. The finances broke up. All over that emotional decision to have a, an affair. And what I'm saying is there's a benefit and a consequence. And you got to calculate those. I'm talking to my son because life is nothing but a sum total of all the decisions that you make. And so when you look back at all your gains and all your, 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 um, and, and your, uh, things that you didn't quite do well at, you know, you got the gains and you got the disappointment, right? Well, the thing is, is decisions that you made because they came with a benefit and it came with consequence. And time settles all out because they're clear-cut decisions sometimes we get in life where we got to say, whoa, um, I'm kind of stuck. I don't know whether I should go left or right on this. And you go with your gut. You go with your instinct. You go with my feel right. And time is going to decide whether or not that decision was right or wrong. And what happens is, um, as it does in any situation, We'll see in time whether or not that was the right call. Because they're close calls sometimes. But every decision is a consequence and benefit. And that's the point. Whether it's right or whether it's wrong. And sometimes right and wrong has nothing to do with the decision that you make. There's situations where there's no right or wrong. There's just a decision that got to be made. See, everything ain't right or wrong. Everything ain't up and down. There's just times when it's just you got to make a call. And if it's the right call, you gain the most bang for the decision. And if it's the wrong call, you gain less from the decision. And that's how life is. That's the point. Make better decisions. Think about it before you act. Think about it before you act on whatever it is that you got to make. And believe me, if you live long enough, you're going to have to make some major decisions. You're going to have to make some major decisions. And they come with major benefits and they come with major consequences. So you got to learn how to do this better because life is simply a word problem. It's an equation and you're getting the sum total out of the outcome of a decision that you got to make. And that's what I was trying to talk to my, my son about making better decisions as he, you know, become, you know, he's already a young man, but now he has to grow up into a mature man and he has to make better decisions. And, None of us always uh, make perfect decisions. We, but we got to learn from the decisions that we make. Even if they're wrong, they're still a game because you learn from them. And that's the greatest way we learn is through our experiences. And that's how we become more mature. So a lot of our mistakes are still a game, but we got to learn to do better not to make those mistakes. That's all. Because when you continue to make the same mistake, you know it's not called a mistake. It's called an error down. Because one is accidental. Mistake is accidental. An error is intentional. You see? Intent, like in baseball, they call it error when they drop the ball. They call it error when they don't make it. Because they ain't supposed to do that. They're not supposed to make that mistake. That's not why it's a mistake. I'm supposed to catch that ball. I'm supposed to make that play to first base. And when I don't, they call it an error. They don't call that no mistake. So learn the difference between a mistake and an error. Because an error is intentional. Because you knew you weren't supposed to do that. 
and you did it anyway. So it's not a mistake. And it's not an accident. It's intentional. And you know it was. And you need to learn from it instead of say, oh, I made a mistake. No, you didn't. You did not make a mistake. So, hey, this is life. And life is a journey. In life, we grow and we evolve and we make mistakes. But are you going to keep making the same mistake over and over? You're going to keep getting the consequences over and over? Or you want the benefits? Do you want the benefits? That's the question. I want the benefits. Everything we do, there's a benefit and there's a consequence. I want to gain the most out of every decision that I make. That's what was on my mind and heart. I wanted to share with my podcast audience. Benefits and consequences from my decision. Boom, that's it. That's it. So stay tuned for some more from Elise Book Show, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. Thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf, where topics on the shelf are books, culture, and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.